The following is a Relevant Radio program and is protected under U.S. copyright laws. This program is made possible through the contributions of listeners like you. Support Relevant Radio by clicking on the Donate icon at www.relevantradio.com. I hope you're well-rested. Good morning, I'm Paul Sadek. It's Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. Today is Wednesday, January 10th, 2024, Wednesday of the first week in Ordinary Time. In the Missal, it's liturgical year B, cycle two. Wednesday is a day to pray the glorious mysteries of the rosary. And our saint today is Saint Gregory of Nyssa. He was born about 335 AD and was a younger sibling in a family that gave the church many years of service and at least five saints. Before he entered the monastery of his brother, Basil the Great, Gregory was a rhetorician. He may have been married, although some scholars believe that his treatise on virginity argues against that. He became Bishop of Nyssa in about 371. Arians accused him of mismanagement and deposed him in 376, but on the death of the Arian Valens two years later, he was restored to his see. He attended the First Council of Constantinople in 381, then he traveled to Transjordan, that is Arabia, to settle disputes in the churches. He attended a synod in Constantinople and is thought to have died shortly after that in about 394. St. Gregory of Nyssa, pray for us. Let's offer this day to the Lord. Most holy and adorable Trinity, one God in three persons, I firmly believe that you are here present. I adore you with the most profound humility. I praise you and give you thanks with all my heart for the favors you have bestowed on me. Your goodness has brought me safely to the beginning of this day. Behold, O Lord, I offer you my whole being, and in particular all of my thoughts, words, and actions, together with such crosses and contradictions as I may meet with in the course of this day. Give them, O Lord, your blessing. May your divine love animate them and may they tend to the greater honor and glory of your sovereign majesty. Amen. And we join Pope Francis in praying that the Holy Spirit may help us to recognize the gift of different charisms within the Christian community and to discover the richness of different traditions and rituals in the Catholic Church. 10 Minutes with Jesus is a guided meditation on the gospel of the day prepared by a Catholic priest. Here's today's 10 Minutes with Jesus. My Lord and my God, I firmly believe that you are here, that you see me, that you hear me. I adore you with profound reverence. I ask your pardon for my sins and the grace to make this time of prayer fruitful. My Immaculate Mother, St. Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me. We see that all four Gospels, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, all describe the fact that the main activity in Jesus' public life was to free people from diseases and illnesses of all kinds, together with his ongoing task of preaching. And it is so exciting to imagine him walking around with the apostles. It says, healing many who were sick with various diseases. But also it says that he cast out many demons. Demons, you know. So they were cruel and ugly demons with the ability to overtake a person's body and torment them relentlessly. 
people would go into convulsions and their eyes would be like swirling into the back of their heads and they'd be throthing at the mouth. But for Jesus, that wasn't really a problem. I mean, he would just stare them down, those demons inside, they, they would just like panic and they would, they would just leave. They just, you know, Jesus was very firm with demons. We've seen that many times. Now, while disease is a sign of evil in the world and in man, Christ's healings show that the, of, that the kingdom of God is actually near. And those healings, and especially the, the expelling of demons, this is a foretaste of his victory that will be obtained by his death and resurrection. So let's go to today's gospel. It seems like it, like it was a draining activity for Jesus and the disciples. So many people had so many needs. So many people were like clamoring for them. Yet, despite all this intense activity, the gospel says that Jesus would get up early before dawn. He would leave the house. The only thing you could hear was the birds chirping. And he went off, it says, to a lonely place, and he prayed there. You picture him there, maybe in the woods or atop a hill. We can ask you, Lord, Lord Jesus, where did you go? I mean, it was a lonely place in the sense that there was nobody around, maybe some birds, that's about it. Nobody, No people were like asking things of him. But he was not lonely or alone as such. He entered into a conversation with God the Father, with the power of the Holy Spirit there. There was a deep, abiding conversation with God the Father. He'd prepare the day. That's what I think. He was like preparing the day. He'd look forward to what was going, he was going to do. But now, seeing all that activity through a new prism, the prism of God's love. His human nature was now integrating God's love into his own person, right? And now, if you've been listening to 10 Minutes with Jesus, I'm sure it's because you too are trying to look through that prism, the prism of God's love. Maybe you can even look through it now as you make your way to work after the holidays. Maybe you're driving through intense traffic. Perhaps it's dreary weather. But deeply aware that looking through that prism makes you see the world in a new light. It makes everything now take on deeper meaning, like a new color. Suddenly, God's dreams, they, they suddenly come alive when you pray. It is as though all those challenges at work, the challenges in the family, or the difficult people you may have to interact with, Indeed, even your own weakness. Now, seen through this prism, everything now starts to give you the deeper sense that sanctity really is possible. That it is within your purview to be a saint. Now, I have to tell you, I just started a retreat, and one of the first questions in the examination of conscience it's, you know, these list of questions and you read them and you examine yourself. Well, one of the first questions was this. Do I encourage the Holy Spirit to enlighten my understanding, strengthen my heart, and inflame my will so that I can discover God's 
dreams for my life. Wow, that's, that's a pretty amazing proposal. Eh? Do I encourage the Holy Spirit? Meaning, it's asking me, like, are you like addressing the Holy Spirit whom you actually don't see, but you know is acting in your soul now to inspire in you something very specific? And it's asking in that question, you know, do you encourage the Holy Spirit to enlighten your understanding, strengthen your heart, and inflame your will to discover God's dreams? Imagine that. Enlighten my understanding. Strengthen my heart. Inflame my will. So, what for? Because if I do that, I will discover God's dreams in my life. Imagine, there's like a three-step mode or like a a three-step way to discover God's dreams. Not my dreams, not my boss's dreams, not my spouse's dreams, not even the Pope's dreams, but God's dreams. That question said, are you asking the Holy Spirit to encourage you? Or like, are you, you know, are you like going after the Holy Spirit to help you discover those dreams? Isn't it amazing that God has dreams for me? Can I hone in on those dreams through my understanding, through my heart, and through my will? Those are like the windows eh, into God's dream. What do these three windows or let's say these three steps really mean for me. Well, to enlighten my understanding. Imagine if if our way of thinking were informed by God's light, God's word, God's revelation about his redemptive plan for us, God's will for us. You know, often we might get trapped into a kind of a rationalistic mode. We We only accept what we can understand or fit into our head. Now it's like we're saying, only this makes sense to me. If I can really figure it out on my own, then I will believe, then I will accept it. Then I'll be happy. Then I'll be content. You know, if it really makes sense, then okay, then. You know. But if I don't understand something, if I don't understand why this happened to me, while this illness happened to me, while this failure, well then I'll, that's, that doesn't make any sense. So I'll just be glum and sad. You know, like if I only accept what I understand. And I'm kind of like being a rationalist. That's what René Descartes, the famous French philosopher, said. He said, I think, therefore I am. That's like limited to your rationality in a whole being. (laughs) It's like placing all of reality into the dimensions of our little head. That would be dangerous if we only accepted what we can rationally understand. We could easily get trapped into obsessive ideas. So that's why we we ask the Holy Spirit to enlighten our understanding so that we tap in to that prism of God's love. But then it says, strengthen my heart. What's my heart? Well, it's the inner core. It's the central faculty with which I love God, love others, love myself even. The heart heart is, is the affective life, my feelings, my sentiments. But the heart expresses the deepest experiences of my life. It's the radar that tells me about my joy, my inner peace, my inner freedom. And then it says to inflame my will. Once I discover the inner core in my heart, I can freely say my inner, yes, I want this. I want your will. 
No, thy kingdom come, thy will be done, we say to the Lord. Now remember, Jesus had to deal with all the devils and maybe the devil will try to lure us or convince us to always do our will, our will, our own inclinations, so that our decisions are all about us and what we get out of it, so we can build our little dreams about our personal thrills. Like Jesus, we have to maintain that regular practice of going off to a lonely place where we will find him there and put all the pieces together of our life. And we'll be able to really, you know, let him, you know, clear up our understanding and, and strengthen our heart and inflame my will. Find that place. Regularly go to that place. It's a lonely place. It's a sacred place. Maybe in the basement or in some room in the house, in a park, in a, in a, in a church pew somewhere when nobody is there. He's waiting for you now. He's waiting for me. And he has much to tell us because those dreams are his dreams and he wants you to be part of that adventure. I thank you, my God, for the good resolutions, affections, and inspirations you've communicated to me in this meditation. I ask your help to put them into effect. My Immaculate Mother, St. Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me. Just waiting for you, there's plenty more 10 Minutes with Jesus at RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. This day of prayer begins in just a few minutes on Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. This is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app for Wednesday, January 10th, 2024, Wednesday of the first week in Ordinary Time. I'm Paul Sadek, and we join the whole church in prayer now. We're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in the Invitatory Psalm and the Office of Readings. Lord, open my lips, and and my my mouth mouth will proclaim proclaim your praise. Come, let us worship before the Lord our Maker. Come, let us worship before the Lord our Maker. Come, let us sing to the Lord and shout with joy to the Rock who saves us. Let us approach Him with praise and thanksgiving and sing joyful songs to the Lord. Come, let us worship before the Lord our Maker. The Lord is God, the mighty God, the great King over all the gods. He holds in His hands the depths of the earth and the highest mountains as well. He made the sea, it belongs to Him. The dry land too, for it was formed by his hands. Come, let us worship before the Lord our Maker. Come then, let us bow down and worship, bending the knee before the Lord our Maker. For he is our God, and we are his people. The flock he shepherds. Come, let us worship before the Lord our Maker. 
Today, listen to the voice of the Lord. Do not grow stubborn as your fathers did in the wilderness. When at Meribah and Massah, they challenged me and provoked me. Although they had seen all of my works. Come, let us worship before the Lord our Maker. Forty years I endured that generation. I said, they are a people whose hearts go astray, and they do not know my ways. So I swore in my anger, they shall not enter into my rest. Come, let us worship before the Lord our Maker. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit as it was in the beginning, is now and will be forever. Amen. Come, let us worship before the Lord our Maker. God is the rock where I take refuge, my shield, my mighty help, my stronghold. The Lord is worthy of all praise. When I call, I am saved from my foes. The waves of death rose about me. The torrents of destruction assailed me. The snares of the grave entangled me. The traps of death confronted me. In my anguish, I called to the Lord. I cried to my God for help. From his temple, he heard my voice. My cry came to his ears. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, and and will will be forever. forever. Amen. Amen. 
I love, I love you, Lord. You are my strength. The Lord has saved me. He wanted me for his own. The Lord, the Lord has, has saved, saved me. He wanted me for his own. Then the earth reeled and rocked. The mountains were shaken to their base. They reeled at his terrible anger. Smoke came forth from his nostrils and scorching fire from his mouth. Coals were set ablaze by its heat. He lowered the heavens and came down, a black cloud under his feet. He came enthroned on the cherubim. He flew on the wings of the wind. He made the darkness his covering, the dark waters of the clouds his tent. A brightness shone out before him with hailstones and flashes of fire. The Lord thundered in the heavens. The Most High let his voice be heard. He shot his arrows, scattered the foe, flashed his lightnings and put them to flight. The bed of the ocean was revealed. The foundations of the world were laid bare at the thunder of your threat, O Lord, at the blast of the breath of your anger. From on high he reached down and seized me. He drew me forth from the mighty waters. He snatched me from my powerful foe, from my enemies whose strength I could not match. They assailed me in the day of my misfortune, but the Lord was my support. He brought me forth into freedom. He saved me because he loved me. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as, as it was, was in the beginning, beginning is now, and, and will be forever. Amen. The Lord, the Lord has saved me. He, he wanted me for his own. Lord, kindle a light for my guidance and scatter my darkness. Lord, kindle a light for my guidance and scatter my darkness. He rewarded me because I was just, repaid me for my hands were clean, for I have kept the way of the Lord and have not fallen away, for his judgments are all before me. I have never neglected his commands. I have always been upright before him. I have kept myself from guilt. He repaid me because I was just, and my hands were clean in his eyes. You are loving with those who love you. You show yourself perfect with the perfect. With the sincere, you show yourself sincere but the cunning you outdo in cunning. For you save a humble people, but humble the eyes that are proud. You, O Lord, are my lamp, my God, who lightens my darkness. With you I can break through any barrier. With my God I can scale any wall. 
Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, and and will will be forever. forever. Amen. Let us pray. Lord God, our strength and salvation, put in us the flame of your love and make our love for you grow to a perfect love which reaches to our neighbor. Lord, kindle a light for my nights and scatter my darkness. All wondered at the words of grace which came from the mouth of the Lord. A reading from the book of Sirach. Wisdom sings her own praises. Before her own people she proclaims her glory. In the assembly of the Most High she opens her mouth. In the presence of his hosts she declares her worth. From the mouth of the Most High I came forth, and mist-like covered the earth. In the highest heavens did I dwell, my throne on a pillar of cloud. The vault of heaven I compassed alone. Through the deep abyss I wandered. Over waves of the sea, over all of the land, over every people and nation I held sway. Among all these I sought a resting place, in whose inheritance should I abide. Then the Creator of all gave me this command, and he who formed me chose the spot for my tent, saying, In Jacob make your dwelling, in Israel your inheritance. Before all ages, in the beginning, he created me, and through all the ages I shall not cease to be. In the holy tent I ministered before him, and in Zion I fixed my abode. Thus in the chosen city he has given me rest. In Jerusalem is my domain. I have struck root among the glorious people in the portion of the Lord, his heritage, Like a cedar on Lebanon, I am raised aloft, like a cypress on Mount Hermon, like a palm tree in En like a rose bush in Jericho, like a fair olive tree in the field, like a plane tree growing beside the water, like cinnamon or fragrant balm or precious myrrh, I give forth perfume, like galbanum and anica and sweet spices like the odor of incense in the holy place. I spread out my branches like a terebinth, my branches so bright and so graceful. I bud forth delights like the vine. My blossoms become fruit, fair and rich. Come to me, all you that yearn for me, and be filled with my fruits. You will remember me as sweeter than honey, better to have than the honeycomb. He who eats of me will hunger still. He who drinks of me will thirst for more. He who obeys me will not be put to shame. He who serves me will never fail. All this is true of the book of the Most High's covenant, the law which Moses commanded us as an inheritance for the community of Jacob. I am the way, the truth, and the life. No No one can come come to the the Father except except through me. In the beginning, before time began, he created me, and through all eternity I shall not cease to be. No one can can come come to the the Father except except through me. A reading from the Treatise Against Heresies by St. Irenaeus, Bishop. 
No one can know the Father apart from God's Word, that is, unless the Son reveals Him. And no one can know the Son unless the Father so wills. Now the Son fulfills the Father's good pleasure. The Father sends, the Son is sent, and He comes. The Father is beyond our sight and comprehension, but He is known by His Word, who tells us of Him, who surpasses all telling. In turn, the Father alone has knowledge of His Word, and the Lord has revealed both truths. Therefore the Son reveals the knowledge of the Father by His revelation of Himself. Knowledge of the Father consists in the self-revelation of the Son, for all is revealed through the Word. The Father's purpose in revealing the Son was to make Himself known to us all, and so to welcome into eternal rest those who believe in Him, establishing them in justice, preserving them from death. To believe in Him means to do His will. Through creation itself, the Word reveals God the Creator. Through the world, He reveals the Lord who made the world. Through all that is fashioned, He reveals the craftsman who fashioned it all. Through the Son, the Word reveals the Father who begot Him as Son. All speak of these things in the same language, but they do not believe them in the same way. Through the Law and the Prophets, the Word revealed Himself and His Father in the same way. And though all the people equally heard the message, not all equally believed it. Through the Word, made visible and palpable, the Father was revealed, though not all equally believed in Him. But all saw the Father in the Son, for the Father of the Son cannot be seen, but the Son of the Father can be seen. The Son performs everything as a ministry to the Father, from beginning to end, and without the Son, no one can know God. The way to know the Father is the Son. Knowledge of the Son is in the Father, and is revealed through the Son. For this reason the Lord said, No one knows the Son except the Father, and no one knows the Father except the Son, and those to whom the Son has revealed Him. The word revealed refers not only to the future, as though the word began to reveal the Father only when he was born of Mary. It refers equally to all time. From the beginning, the Son is present to creation, reveals the Father to all, to those the Father chooses, when the Father chooses, and as the Father chooses. So there is in all and through all one God the Father, one Word and Son, and one Spirit, and one salvation for all who believe in Him. No one has ever seen God. The only Son, nearest the Father's heart, has made Him known. No one knows the Father except the Son and those to whom the Son chooses to reveal Him. The only Son, nearest the Father's heart, has made Him known. Let us pray. Attend the pleas of your people with heavenly care, O Lord, we pray, that they may see what must be done and gain strength to do what they have seen. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, 
forever and ever. Everyone is looking for you, Simon Peter tells Jesus. It's in today's gospel in just a few minutes on Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. Welcome back to Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. I'm Paul Sadek, and in today's gospel from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, Jesus visits the house of Simon Peter, cures his mother-in-law, and the next day he says, let's move on. It's from the first chapter of the Gospel of Mark. And immediately he left the synagogue and entered the house of Simon and Andrew with James and John. Now Simon's mother-in-law lay sick with a fever, and immediately they told Jesus of her. And he came and took her by the hand and lifted her up. And the fever left her, and she served them. That evening at sundown, they brought to him all who were sick or possessed with demons, and the whole city was gathered together about the door. He healed many who were sick with various diseases, and cast out many demons, and he would not permit the demons to speak, because they knew him. In the morning, a great while before day, He rose and went out to a lonely place, and there he prayed. Simon and those who were with him pursued him, and they found him. Everyone is searching for you. Let us go on to the next towns, that I may preach there also, for that is why I came out. And he went throughout all Galilee, preaching in their synagogues and casting out demons. This selection from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible courtesy of Falcon Picture Group daily and Sunday Mass readings are on the relevant radio app. Interesting phrase, everyone is looking for you. Well, the fact is, Jesus is looking for and calling everyone. Today's reading from In Conversation with God by Father Francisco Fernandez Carvajal is from Volume 3, Ordinary Time. One day after he had spent the previous evening curing the sick, talking and giving his attention to the crowds of people who approached him, Jesus got up and in the morning a great while before day left Simon's house, went out to a lonely place, and there he prayed. Simon and those who had been with him followed him. They found him and said to him, Everyone is searching for you. This is related by St. Mark in the Gospel of today's Mass. Everyone is searching for you. Now, too, in our own day, the crowds are hungry for God. Those words of St. Augustine at the beginning of his confession still hold good today. You have made us, Lord, for yourself, and our hearts are restless until they rest in you. The human heart is made to seek and to love God, and God facilitates this encounter, for he too seeks out each one of us through countless graces and a fatherly care which is filled with consideration and love. Whenever we look at somebody within visual range of us or read about somebody in a newspaper or hear someone on the radio or on television, we can always think, without fear of being wrong, Christ is calling this person. He has effective graces prepared for him. 
Just think there are so many men and women on earth, and the Master does not fail to call every single one of them. He calls them to a Christian life, to life eternal. This is the foundation of our apostolic hope. In one way or another, Christ continues to seek out each one of us. Our mission, which is God's task for us, is to facilitate these encounters with grace. Commenting on this passage of the Gospel, St. Augustine writes, The human race lies grievously ill, not of a bodily sickness, but because of its sins. It lies like a great sick man throughout the whole of the world, from east to west. In order to cure this dying man, the omnipotent doctor came down. He humbled himself so as to take on mortal flesh. Only a few weeks have gone by since we were contemplating Jesus in the cave at Bethlehem, poor and defenseless, having taken on our human nature so as to be very close to us men and to save us. Later we meditated on his hidden life in Nazareth, working away just like any other man, so as to teach us to look for him in our ordinary lives, so as to make himself accessible to everyone, and through his sacred humanity enable us to reach the Blessed Trinity. Like St. Peter, we too go to meet him in our prayer, in our personal dialogue with him, and say to him, Everyone is searching for you. Help, Lord, to make it easier for our relatives, our friends, our colleagues, and every single person who crosses our path to find you. You, Lord, are the one they need. Teach us to make you known through the example we give of a cheerful life through moving hearts by our words. In Conversation with God by Francis Fernandez is published by Scepter Publishers and it's available at your local Catholic bookstore. We join the whole church in prayer once again now. We're led by our friends at divineoffice.org in morning prayer. God, come to my assistance. Lord, make haste to help me. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Alleluia.
your light we see light itself. O Lord, Lord, in your light we see light itself. Sin speaks to the sinner in the depths of his heart. There is no fear of God before his eyes. He so flatters himself in his mind that he knows not his guilt. In his mouth are mischief and deceit. All wisdom is gone. He plots the defeat of goodness as he lies on his bed. He has set his foot on evil ways. He clings to what is evil. Your love, O Lord, reaches to heaven, your truth to the skies. Your justice like God's mountain, your judgments like the deep. To both man and beast you give protection. O Lord, how precious is your love. My God, the sons of men find refuge in the shelter of your wings. They feast on the riches of your house. They drink from the stream of your delight. In you is the source of life, and in your light we see light. Keep on loving those who know you, doing justice for upright hearts. Let the foot of the proud not crush me, nor the hand of the wicked cast me out. See how the evildoers fall? Flung down, they shall never arise. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as as it it was was in in the the beginning, beginning, is now, now, and and will will be be forever. forever. Amen. Amen. Lord, you are the source of unfailing light. Give us true knowledge of your mercy, so that we may renounce our pride and be filled with the riches of your house. O Lord, in your light we see light itself. O God, you are great and glorious. We marvel at your power. O God, you are great and glorious. We marvel at your power. Strike up the instruments, a song to my God with timbrels. Chant to the Lord with cymbals. Sing him a new song, exalt and acclaim his name. A new hymn I will sing to my God. O Lord, great are you and glorious, wonderful in power and unsurpassable. Let your every creature serve you, for you spoke and they were made. You sent forth your spirit and they were created. No one can resist your word. The mountains to their bases and the seas are shaken. The rocks, like wax, melt before your glance. But to those who fear you, you are very merciful. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as as it it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now. And will be forever. Amen. O God, you are great and glorious. We marvel at your power. Exalt in God's presence with hymns of praise. Exalt in God's presence with hymns of praise. All peoples, clap your hands. Cry to God with shouts of joy. For the Lord, the Most High, We must fear, great king over all the earth. 
He subdues peoples under us and nations under our feet. Our inheritance, our glory, is from Him, given to Jacob out of love. God goes up with shouts of joy. The Lord goes up with trumpet blast. Sing praise for God. Sing praise. Sing praise to our King. Sing praise. God is King of all the earth. Sing praise with all your skill. God is King over the nations. God reigns on His holy throne. The princes of peoples are assembled with the people of Abraham's God. The rulers of the earth belong to God, to God all who reigns over all. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as, as it was in the beginning, beginning is now, and, and will be forever. forever. Amen. Let us pray. God, King of all peoples and all ages, it is your victory we celebrate as we sing with all the skill at our command. Help us always to overcome evil by good, and we may rejoice in your triumph forever. Exalt in God's presence with hymns of praise. A reading from the Book of Tobit Do to no one what you yourself dislike. Give to the hungry some of your bread, and to the naked some of your clothing. Seek counsel from every wise man. At all times bless the Lord God and ask Him to make all your paths straight and to grant success to all your endeavors and plans. The Word of the Lord. Thanks, Thanks be, be to God. God. Incline my heart according to, to your will, O God. Incline my heart according to your will, O God. Speed my steps along your path according to your will, O God. Glory be to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. Incline my heart according to your will, O God. Show us your mercy, Lord. Remember your holy covenant. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel. He has come to his people and set them free. He has raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of his servant David. Through his holy prophets, he promised of old that he would save us from our enemies, from the hands of all who hate us. He promised to show mercy to our fathers and to remember his holy covenant. This was the oath he swore to our father Abraham, to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship him without fear, holy and righteous in his sight all the days of our life. You, my child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare his way, to give his people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us to shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death 
and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Amen. Show us your mercy, Lord. Remember your holy covenant. Let us give thanks to Christ and offer him continual praise, for he sanctifies us and calls us his brothers. Lord, help Help your your brothers to grow in holiness. With single-minded devotion, we dedicate the beginnings of this day to the honor of your resurrection. May we make the whole day pleasing to you by our works of holiness. Lord, help Help your your brothers to grow in holiness. As a sign of your love, you renew each day for the sake of our well-being and happiness. Renew us daily for the sake of your glory. Lord, help Help your your brothers to grow in holiness. Teach us today to recognize your presence in all men. Especially in the poor and in those who mourn. Lord, help Help your your brothers to grow in holiness. Grant that we may live today in peace with all men. Never rendering evil for evil. Lord, help Help your your brothers to grow in holiness. With the longing for the coming of God's kingdom, let us offer our prayer to the Father. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. God our Savior, hear our morning prayer. Help us to follow the light and live the truth. In you we have been born again as sons and daughters of light. May we be your witness before all the world. We ask this through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, God forever and ever. Amen. May the Lord bless us, protect us from all evil, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Amen. Morning air is coming right up with John and Glenn. Patrick Madrid a bit later on this morning. I'm Paul Sadek. I'll see you tomorrow morning, 4 a.m. Central or on the Relevant Radio app. You go out and make this a great day and live in the light of the Lord. Audio from the Liturgy of the Hours, courtesy of DivineOffice.org. Readings from In Conversation with God, courtesy of Scepter Publishers. Selections from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, courtesy of Falcon Picture Group. Ten Minutes with Jesus is used with permission. Daybreak is available on RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. Daybreak is a production of Relevant Radio. Relevant Radio.